You are listening to TLRStation.com. Worldly Connections is all about bringing magic into your life. Janet Wizawadi, visionary coach and consultant, is on a mission to empower people to keep moving forward, have a vision, and trust that something good will come of it. Worldly Connections inspires listeners to live happy and be happy through the power of conversation and positive energy from Janet and other experts who believe that life is a team sport and when you work together, miracles happen. And now, here is your host, Janet Wizawati. Welcome to Worldly Connections on TLRStation.com. And throughout the year, there are a series of celebrations. No matter where you live in the world, there's always a holiday, all involving food or fasting and then eating. Um, I don't know about you, but during these festivities, I have a tendency to overeat. Uh, And then the next day or even a little later, I wish I hadn't. And so I've decided today to bring a friend of mine on. Her name is Chelsea Love. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist. And I've invited her to the show to just address this because it can be this cycle and we just keep going over and over. And she's got... uh, uh, three tips she's come up to up with for preventing weight gain over the holidays. Welcome, Chelsea. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. It's great. I'm so happy to have connected. Uh, just a little bit about uh, our relationship, Chelsea and I. Chelsea uh, grew up in PEI, and her mother and I worked. Uh, both for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in different parts of the country. And when Chelsea was coming to Alberta to, uh, and if anybody looks at an atlas or a map, PEI and Alberta are a long way away from each other. Uh, A friend that also knew Chelsea's mom said, hey, we know someplace that Chelsea might be able to live. So we had the honor of Chelsea living us for for a couple of years while she studied and how long ago was that, Chelsea? That's that's coming a long time ago now. You're right, Janet. So I moved to Edmonton um, with you guys in 2008. So that was uh, in August. That was eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Time flies and, when you're having fun. <laughs> right. And and she stayed in Alberta. She brought her lovely husband with her, boyfriend at the time. And now they are Albertans. Right. You got it. Yeah, we're proud Calgarians now. We're in Calgary uh, now where I've been uh, practicing as a dietitian for uh, just over six years now. And uh, yeah, we'll be in Alberta for a long time. I know, and we're happy to have you. So in going into what you and I had been talking about before, uh, about healthy eating when you're at a party, because especially... There's Christmas, there's Easter, there's bar mitzvahs, there's christenings, there's all kinds of these celebrations we go out through the year. And it all involves a lot of food, and especially traditional food for who, wherever your background is. For me, when, when we would go to my grandmother's for Christmas or Easter, something was always like cabbage rolls and halab cheese and like anything Ukrainian, and my other grandmother, it was roast beef and Yorkshire pudding and stuff. So, <laughs> how how do you manage all of that? Like I could eat it all. 
You're so right, Janet. And a lot of my clients uh, share the same struggles that they, you know, they want to be successful with maintaining their weight or maybe with weight loss, if that's their goal. And around these, uh, we'll call them challenging times or um, celebration times. I mean, it's definitely a good thing, but you're right. A lot of what we do socially is around food. And uh, I don't want to be the one to take that away from people. That doesn't make sense. We need to make sure we're eating in a way that can be sustainable for life. And life includes holidays. Life includes traditions and those foods that um, I call them more soulful foods. Maybe they're more nourishing for our soul and and less to our body. But um, I think uh, having a healthy relationship with food and being able to enjoy things in moderation um, is important all year round. So definitely when we have something coming up, like for example, we have Christmas coming up in about a month. um, I think the first thing to keep in mind is to make yourself a game plan. And uh, I've been recommending my clients for the last couple of weeks to make a social calendar for the next month um, and put in, you know, the the office potluck, put in your drinks with your girlfriends, put in your Christmas Eve tradition, your Christmas day, and then you can kind of put see it all at once and say, okay, these are the days where I'm probably not going to lose weight on those days. And that's okay. Um, but on the other days, on your everyday regular Tuesday workday, be as healthy as possible and do your best to eat your normal um, as healthy as you can. So that's the first thing is to make make yourself a game plan. Um, The other thing to think about is um, be realistic with yourself around those those, uh, challenging um, holiday times. And um, I I always encourage people to think of 80-20, the 80-20 rule, which means if you can eat healthy 80% of the time, we are not going to worry about that other 20% where we are having a piece of cake at a birthday party or we're enjoying that, you know, one rum and eggnog that you share with your dad every year or whatever it is that's important to you. We're not going to worry too much about that if it's about 20% of your eating habits. Um, It's just making sure that the healthy habits are about 80% of the time, which can be a challenge too. (laughs) Yeah, Chelsea, before the show, we were talking a little bit, and one of uh, the things that uh, I like when you're talking about uh, attending parties and stuff, but something else that to be aware of also is how we feel about it when we're eating, right? Like if we're feeling guilty while we're eating, that changes the chemistry in our body. It changes how the food is digested because then it's an added stressor. You must have gone into that. You must have people that are like that. I know myself, I think, oh, I shouldn't eat this as I put it in my mouth type of thing. You're right, Janet. It is amazing how when we're having a treat food, like let's call it a dessert or something that we know is more soulful than nutritional, um, oftentimes people feel guilty during that treat. So it's not actually... A treat anymore if you're not really enjoying it to its full potential. And so that's where that 80-20 rule comes in to say, okay, this is my 20%, no guilt, it's the holidays, I'm going to enjoy this, 
But then maybe you go for a walk that evening after dinner. Maybe you start the day with a veggie omelet with some fruit the next morning and you just make sure you have a really good next next day. So it takes the guilt away so that you're actually enjoying those treats when you have them. Yeah, because that's part of it. Like if And talking about your food and, and enjoying it and we know depression that can add to as the, you know, shutting off of that, uh, maybe that warning barrier or something saying it's okay. You know, it's not going away. It'll be there later. Or you can go get something later if you want to just touch up on something. It, uh, for myself, when, um, when the holidays are happening, no matter what time of year it is at work, we have potlucks and I work shift work. So, night shifts we will have a whole table full of snacks and stuff like that and some of our night shifts can be quite stressful and I find that that is uh, where you know you'll go get another plate or you'll go get a a handful of uh, trail mix or well trail mix is not so bad it's kind of healthy but you know what I mean I do (laughs) yeah those snacks and stuff and and uh, so how mentally can can we do it? Because this is a long-term thing. It's not like a short-term thing. Do you suggest that people meditate or maybe pack some other things? Like for, for say, Christmas time, I love the mandarin oranges. The Japanese yes. ones are so much better. So <clears throat> I tend to eat more of those. So having those may be handy or something that's a traditional healthy food around that holiday. You got it, Janet. That's exactly um, one of the top strategies for that scenario. It's similar to arriving at a party, um, you know, whether that's a, a potluck at work or a holiday party at your friend's house. A good tip is don't arrive hungry. Um, pack the mandarin orange or trail mix or a handful of nuts. Have that at work so that when you do get that urge to have a snack, at least you're prepared and you do have that piece of fruit or um, something as a healthy option to tide you over physically. Now, obviously, that doesn't address the um, psychological component of this. Um, And there's actually a lot of research around uh, human behavior around food. Uh, Brian Wasnick does a lot of research on our food environment and how we can set ourselves up for success by um, keeping healthy foods like a fruit bowl in sight in mind. Um, we see food and eat it. So if the, the spread of chocolates and um, baking and, uh, and treats are there, we're more likely to eat it if it's within arm's reach for sure. Um, but if we're surrounded by healthy foods, at least we're more likely to make that choice. Um, I call that the skill power part of this, being prepared, you know, packing a healthy lunch or if you're on shift work, maybe packing your your dinner or or whatever meal you're working around, making sure you have lots of vegetables. Maybe you make a big batch of vegetable soup and you have two, two and a half cups of that and um, and that that can be comforting and warming and uh, and filling, too. And uh, and then you might be less likely to go to those treat foods if you're physically not hungry. Um, Taking a break is another good tip at work. So often we're stressed. We work through lunch. We're busy. 
And actually, we can make better decisions around food when we're more calm, when we've had that break. Maybe you take a deep breath and you walk around the office or, you know, you, you, you walk five minutes out and five minutes back. And then you'll probably be more equipped to make the right choice. Yeah, and when you addressing the psychological is so huge, right? Because our brain and our emotions are connected with food and celebrations. And like when I have like pierogies and cabbage rolls, like I think of the wonderful times with my grandmother that is is now gone, right? So we link those and it's almost like the more I eat, the more the memory is still there. And and with when you address the, about the potluck and the soup and that, also to think what is your favorite healthy meal for a potluck that you can take and then you've got something there that is a little healthier. And especially if you're making something because everybody else likes it and you don't really like it, you're not going to eat it. Let's face it, right? <laughs> if there's something you don't like and it's supposed to be healthy and good for you, but you just don't like it, like, believe me, I will not eat peppers. I okay. do not like peppers. I yeah. will not eat them. So <laughs> if somebody brings in a nice healthy salad and there's green and red peppers or something in it, I'm not going to eat it. And so that's something, if there's stuff that you don't like, then don't make it for somebody else. Yes, you're right. I mean, in that scenario, when you're looking to bring something to someone's home or maybe it's a potluck at work, um, definitely be that person to bring something healthy. At least you know that that's going to be there. Um, a good easy go-to is raw vegetables with a, a dip such as hummus or guacamole or tzatziki made with Greek yogurt. Um, that's always a good good way to load up on vegetables. Um, making fruit kebabs is another pretty option uh, that people really love. And you can put uh, grapes and berries and cantaloupe and pineapple or whatever fruit you like on there. Um, kids really like that too. Um, and then another idea is actually smoked salmon. Um, if people out there are fish eaters having a whole grain cracker, a little bit of cream cheese, smoked salmon um, with some dill on there. That's another good hit for an appetizer type of thing. Um, and then another idea is the, the crackers and cheese with fruit. I think that's a go-to at parties and people will put that out when they're hosting. And actually cheese is, is not the enemy. I think if, if you're going to have cheese, if you can stick to that uh, about one ounce ounce and a half, um, which is 30 to 45 grams of cheese as a serving. It's not unhealthy for us and uh, have that with a little bit of fruit and it's actually a healthy snack. You are making me hungry. And, <laughs> but you're also giving me ideas. Like uh, I know that there's uh, different parties that are going to come up that I do not care for fish per se. Okay. But the one thing I really do like is smoked salmon. Okay. And I don't know whether because of the smoking part or what. So uh, I think the next uh, event that I'm going to go to, well, I'm going to get some of those rice crackers. I like those rice crackers with a little bit of cream cheese. And, yeah, take apart the, that smoked salmon and just put a little bit on. And That's right. Uh, right now, <clears throat> you know, I uh, being in Canada and not that far from uh, the West Coast, it's not hard to get access to that. 
So, uh, Chelsea, on that note, I'm just going to stop for a bit. We're going to take a short break. And uh, I'm excited to come back and see what else you have to share with us. Sounds good, Janet. Need to book an appointment with a holistic health provider or find resources and products in Edmonton and surrounding area? Not exactly quite sure who to contact or where to begin your search? Your Holistic Earth is the only online holistic marketplace that connects people like you who need help to the holistic health practitioners who provide a complete range of professional services and products. Look no further. Your Holistic Earth is your online holistic marketplace for a healthier and happier you. For everything holistic, visit yourholisticearth.ca. That's yourholisticearth.ca. Welcome back to Worldly Connections on TLRStation.com. And before we went on the break, we've been talking to Chelsea Love. She's a, a registered dietitian nutritionist. And we've been talking about holidays throughout the year and tips to help us from preventing weight gain. And she's got all kinds of tips for us and techniques that we can practice throughout the year, whether it's Christmas or Easter, Thanksgiving, you know, we have that tendency, I do, maybe you don't, to overeat. And so Chelsea has some more tips for us. So, hey, Chelsea, let's Thanks. go. Thanks, Janet. Yeah, we all struggle with this. It doesn't matter if you're a dietitian or, um, or not. We all um, can struggle with making the right choice sometime. Um, one of the things I definitely wanted to mention is that it's okay to have treats, but I encourage my clients all the time to only have the ones that are a hundred percent worth it. So sometimes I call this being a treat snob. <laughs> um, and you know, you could rate your, the foods in front of you on a scale of one to 10. And if there's three or four desserts and only one looks good, maybe you only have the one or, or maybe you, you know, you skip the potato chips on the, the table because we can get those all year round. And maybe you have your, your favorite um, baked good that your friend made you because that's only something that you get around the holidays. So I guess it's important to make sure that you're indulging on maybe the seasonal things and, and skipping the regular everyday things that uh, we can get all year round. One of my challenges is, uh, especially around Christmas time, because that's the only time I make it or we've had it uh, growing up, is shortbread. Like my mom had, it was her grandmother, and I think grandmother's recipe before, only has three ingredients, and that those shortbread cookies just melt in your mouth. And yes, I, I know growing up, mom would make all these this baking and stuff for for all the company coming and and then she'd put them in the freezer well shortbread cookies taste really good when they're frozen too so that's You're another right. thing is sneaking in to you know you can bake and throw it in the freezer I'll throw it in the freezer but that uh when you get that in your mind for me myself anyways it's like oh there's shortbread cookies in the freezer there's shortbread cookies in the freezer I'll just go grab a couple <laughs> Yes, especially when you know that they're right there, they're available. Um, so it can be helpful to maybe do baking closer to um, the event than the month before, but I know that's not always possible. 
I don't bake anymore. Okay. Uh, my, daughter, my daughter will make it now because I do like those, my favorite things. And so it's not just about the taste. I think it's more that, that comfort, that memory that, you know, I'll just have one more. I'll just have one more. So it's really hard for me to shut that, that piece off. And so I liked what you said about rating, rating it. And is it a hundred percent what you want? Why are you eating it? And uh, it's it's like my favorite. Uh, they've come out with this, and believe me, I don't like peppers. I don't like jalapenos. But somehow I had a taste of this before I even knew what was in it. And it's like um, cheese curls, but with jalapeno, very mild. And I got it at the health food store, believe it or not. But those I could eat a whole big bag of them. <laughs> Yes, it can be challenging when we have those foods available to us. Um, some of my clients need to make sure that their home is a is a safe place if you're struggling with your eating. Um, I'll encourage people to have treats outside of the home, um, for instance, at a party. Uh, but, um, you know, like, for example, ice cream is a favorite of mine. Um, and so I like to go out and, and have an ice cream, have a single serving, enjoy it. But I don't like to bring ice cream into the home because then I know it's in the freezer waiting for me at all times and I'm going to eat more for sure. So definitely well, trying to have those tree foods outside of the home can help. You gave me an idea because like I really like these cheese curly things. And uh, so next time I buy some, I'm just going to take like a bowl full and then I'll put it out in the garage. And then it's an, I can think about it when I'm walking there. Do I really want to eat this? <laughs> so I like the fact that you're giving us these tips and these tools because there's lots of times that factor doesn't factor in, but not bringing it in into the house. And the other thing is don't go shopping when you're hungry. I don't know how many groceries I come home with when, I am, when I've has stopped at the store, I haven't had dinner yet, and it's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I think, well, oh, we can have that tomorrow or whatever. I, I like the European way, and that may be changing over time, but I know when I visited my cousin in Wales, they have like the size of a bar fridge that you'd have in a hotel or someplace. That was their refrigerator. So they shopped every day for fresh produce and that, whereas we in North America have these great big fridges and so I go grocery shopping, have all these bags to fill up my fridge with stuff that I probably don't really need, maybe don't enjoy so much, except that, oh, it's healthy for me type of thing. Can you address that a little more? <laughs> Absolutely, Janet. So you're right. We live, at least in, here in Canada, in this, you know, buy in bulk way of shopping. I mean, how many of us have a Costco membership? And, you know, we don't just buy that small bag of trail mix. We have a huge bag of trail mix. And and studies show, this is, again, Brian Wasnick's research, s says that the more we have of something, whether that's trail mix, cookies, um, shampoo or garbage bags, the more we have, the more we use, the more we go through. So it's easier to eat more with the big portions that we purchase here in, in North America. Wow. Yeah. What, what else can, I, I know that you have a Facebook page and you have a website 
and you're available to do consults over Skype. Um, what else can you share? Can you share those, uh, like your website with us and talk a little more about what you do on your Facebook page? Absolutely. Yeah. So my website is www.chelsealovenutrition.com. Um, and my Facebook page is Chelsea Love Nutrition. Um, and it's Chelsea spelt with E-Y, not E-A. <laughs> so you can find me there for sure. Um, I work at two different clinics in Calgary now. Um, so I'm at Simply for Life. Uh, that's where we provide customized meal planning. Uh, we do weekly 15-minute check-in appointments. And we do a lot of appointments over Skype, FaceTime, phone call, email. So we actually have the ability to do a lot long distance. Um, and then I also work at South Center Health and Wellness um, here in South Calgary, um, where I also see um, people and couples and family to work on their nutrition. I like that when you say about family, because really it does come down to family, doesn't it? Especially a, a working mom or a working dad, uh, whether you're uh, have two parents or single parents, the stress of shopping and stuff all adds. And so when one person is doing it, it's harder. So I like that you say that uh, the family, do you have uh, like uh, days or evenings where anybody can come in and you have a presenter and stuff like that? Do you have webinars or uh, YouTube? Are you on YouTube? I think I saw something on your Facebook. You had a, a session. I forget what it was called. But you had a YouTube on under your uh, blog. Yeah, yeah. One of my goals for uh, 2017 is to get more into the, the YouTube and uh, the, the video world for sure. Um, I do work a lot with families, couples, um, definitely by appointment at the moment. But uh, again, one of my goals for 2017 is to get more into the, the group sessions, presentations, um, and, uh, and web webinars is also in my uh, plan for 2017 as well. Good. Yeah. And I remember what it was. It was on the three oils. You got it. Yeah. The healthiest so, cooking oils. <laughs> right. Well, yes. it's just about that time, Chelsea. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. This has been so insightful. We'll have to have you back another time and maybe we'll just talk about oils because I think that's a just a show in itself. And uh, so thank you for being on the show. And I want to say that one of the things I saw on your Facebook page that I really, really loved was a quote you put on there. You know what's healthier than kale? Having a good, healthy relationship with food. You got and, it. And that is so true. So uh, thanks again. And I want to tell everybody, check your relationship on food. Healthy is, uh, is not just the eating right. Thank you, Janet. You're right. I always say progress, not perfection. Wonderful. Thanks, Chelsea. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Are you interested in appearing on Worldly Connections? Ready to work together and make miracles happen? Then Janet wants to hear from you. Contact her at Janet at FamilyConnect.com. That's Janet at FamilyConnect, spelled C-O-N-N-E-K-T.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.
Tune in next week, same day and time.